We finally do want to actually probably uh, could have been a theme song for us. <laughs> well, hey, everyone. Um, today's a special uh, episode of the BM show. This uh, is going to be it. This is going to be the final episode of the BM show. So we're bringing you something special for our final episode. We will be showing you the pilot episode, the show that started it all. Yes, we're going to be doing the pilot episode. Um, it's been a great 60 weeks straight we've been doing this. How many other podcasts can go for all of this, not missing a week, and still gather a massive audience of no people? Yes. That's like a, we should send our, our BM show into the Guinness Book of World Records. Okay, so this episode, uh, if you are listening to this, um, wow, you must be bored. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, this is from last year, uh, back when um, people used to go out and do stuff and have lives. <laughs> <laughs> when that corner place that isn't open anymore because of COVID, that place used to exist still. <laughs> yes, when you would see you would see the uh, kids going to the malt shop after, shop after uh, school, or they go to the malt shop as well too. They get shot by malt. Hey man, Portland. Stuff. They just went to Portland. There we have to, yeah, exactly. Portland is so bad right now, the people who hate Trump are asking for his help. Oh, that's right. We weren't really political when the show started. No, we weren't. <laughs> that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> but I just want to thank, if you did listen and you're having to listen to this, I just want to thank um, our entire massive list of fans. Um, that's all. I'd, I I'd like everyone. to, first off, thank the person that really made this possible um the sidekick to myself that would be i'd like to thank myself because without this show there would be no m and it sure wouldn't be worth watching or listening or listening depending on what we're doing these days um, so, i'd also like to thank like, our... you're, you're, you're like a mog half man half dog your own best friend <laughs> i really am and I would I also like to think. Finally, got that joke. I know I I got it. Oh his own. Oh his own. I get it. <laughs> so, so I'd like to thank Matt for playing the role of Doctor G. I'd like to thank Barrett for playing the role of the Demon Slayer. And I would like to thank Brian for playing playing the role of of Kang or Deep Kang or whatever he went by on the show. And do we have any other special guests? Uh, we never got around to having my pastor on. That would have been an interesting episode. Yeah, I'd like to thank um, Ben's pastor, uh, yeah. El Padre. Oh, yeah, we were going to call him El Padre. And uh, so, yeah, to uh, the, the Judah Thomas, thank you for reviewing our Bible episode before we put it up to make sure that it was kosher. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, like that was. I was worried about that. I'm like, I want to make sure it's kosher, even though I'm not Jewish. 
Uh, <laughs> I just couldn't think of any other word that means like okay religiously. <laughs> and also, most importantly, I'd like to thank myself again because I can't do that enough. You're a mog, your own best friend. I am my own best friend. Because I'm my own grandpa. Because the bee just does not like me. Yeah, it'll let everybody know what's happening. And is um, Mike is just a total asshole, and he doesn't like it when I call. Well, you're him. the one that sold out. I I did not sell out. I sold. I, I bought in. I bought oh, it. Whatever. It's whatever. Nike's calling me all the time. They're like, well, well, you're uh, your co-host who wears our shoes. He's gonna be on our ads with Colin Kaepernick. You know, I'm not gonna do it. This is I'm bullshit, gonna, man. I'm this not gonna bullshit. live this lie anymore. I take time away from my family and I come all the way down here just for you to fucking get me. No, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Oh, sorry. I don't think you've heard that interview. Look for Pat. Oh, yeah. Look for Pat know. McAfee interviews Adam Cole, and there's a whole thing where Adam Cole just blows up in the middle of an interview because like McAfee says something about his size. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna start talking about my fucking size now." You know what? I, and he throws the microphone down, and he gets right in the guy's face. And Pat, Pat McAfee's a football player, mm-hmm. and Adam Cole's a wrestler. So these two big dudes who can really throw down are like in each other's face. And he's like, "I've had enough of this bullshit. I take time away from my fucking family to come down to your fucking show." And then like one of the producers tries to stop him, and he's like, "No, no, don't fucking touch me." Oh, it's great. And you don't know if it's real or not. Like I think it's real because I'm like. I've seen them do fake fights before, and they're never this good. I have an important question that came to my mind. Is, do you still have the pilot episode? Because it would really suck if you didn't have the pilot episode. You know what? As you have me here on the phone right now, or on the Skype, or whatever the hell we call this thing, uh, let me take a look. Uh, Let's see here. (laughs) Because... It would kind of kind of stink if we're we're building this up for the pilot episode. Oh, if we didn't have it, we're still going to put this up. We're just not going to have the pilot episode attached to it. Uh, but, I have it somewhere. I just have to find it because I actually hit it. Um, I hit all our first year stuff in a different folder, so I don't get it confused with the with the newer stuff. Uh, so just just so all all of you know, if you're like watching this video or listening to this 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 recording right now. And you're looking at the time. You're noticing that little red bar at the bottom is almost to the end. Um, that means we, we didn't have the pilot episode. I have it. I have okay. it. It's, it's it's 39 39 megabytes, 52 minutes long, uh, 106 kilobytes per second. I guess I didn't really care to okay. give a, so, a lot of kilobytes because it's just us talking. At that point, we only have 50 seconds left, so that because that equals an hour. So I want to thank everybody for watching. I hope you enjoyed the BM show. For our premium subscribers, good news for you. The show will continue. You will receive the link as to where you can watch the future episodes. If you're not a premium subscriber, we appreciate having you as fans of the show. With that, I'm out. Thank you very much. Ben, would you like to say anything? You've got about 25 seconds. Uh, 25 seconds. Okay, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, God bless, and uh, maybe we'll see you around some other time in the future project. And with that, here comes a pilot episode. BM out of your butt. Stop sharing. Here we go. Whoa. Okay, so there we go. Okay, so it says, it tells me you're actually recording the call.
Ah, uh, so this is what they do, like, for radio, like, or for podcasts and shit. Yeah, so, I mean, this will just work. I'm sure it just saves it to a file somewhere. Yeah, now we can just find out where it's going to be saving it, but worry about that when it happens. Exactly. Uh, so this would be our official first show talk, then, thing, whatever, yeah. if we decide to upload this or not. Yes, this, is, this would be the first pilot. Yeah, so Maybe this the only is pilot. This is an exciting time because now we're gonna see <laughs> how many people actually want to listen to our ramblings. Well, so, Nick, hold on, let me let me freshen the place up a little bit. All right. There we go. That's better. Okay. So I noticed. Wow, you took all your posters down and everything. Yeah. No. Um. I don't know if you saw, I did a, a video updating on my channel where I talked about how this um, this whole place is getting, like, it was going to get a new paint job, uh, new floors. So, oh yeah, I, 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 I'm keeping everything bare because I got to take it all down anyway, so. Yeah, see, I don't even watch your videos, so, but now that I'm in them, I might just watch, like, every single one of them. Oh, well, in that case, uh, <laughs> thanks. You're welcome. Hey, you know what, you got a new fan then, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so so there you go so <clears throat> just so you know i'm gonna be coughing because for two reasons one is because of my trip when i went out to the philippines i got all jacked up um because the exhaust was getting into my my uh you know my lungs and everything mm -hmm. from trikes and i had a big sinus infection so the first week of japan i was in the hotel room um except for when i had to go out to eat i was just messed up um, the other thing is I have a tickle in my throat right now, and I just got the phone talking, and I'm going to do some more talking. So I got some water with me. I got my big jug of water, which is good. Uh, uh, good, good, good. So, so uh, yeah. when did uh, when did you go on the trip? So, like, oh, just... it was uh, May, from, from May 4th through the 22nd. Yeah, see, that's what you got to do when you go overseas. You got to go for a couple of weeks because just the jet lag alone kills a couple of I'm... days. I'm fine with the jet lag. It's just the the um, it's it's not to me. It's not worth paying so much money to go for just a really short time. Mm. So, you know, even though I've been there a thousand times, it doesn't matter. I still want to go, and I want to go see my friends. I want to eat the food for as many days as I can. Yeah. Yep. So. so anyway, what's going on? Here's a topic I want to talk about. Okay. So what you got to understand is. I'm not a gamer, really. Um, I, I can get into it for nostalgia, but usually when I do, it's like I'm either like super bored or I'll sit down for five minutes and go, okay, I remember this. Now I'm ready to turn it off. Yeah. I can tell you the exact date pretty much that it stopped gaming-wise. And the reason why I know that is because my Wii records, you know, when you play. Yeah. So I booted it up one time and said, how long has it been since I played these games? And noticed it was March... 14 2012 was when i really kind of just stopped okay <laughs> um but i it's still a topic that i talk about a lot because it's such a big part of my life i mean going back i remember atari 2600 and i've been on board since so here's what i want to discuss i've always been a huge one-on-one -on -one fighting thing mm -hmm. um but there's when I and while I was out in Japan, I saw an ad for a game coming out, a one-on-one -on -one fighting game coming out that kept popping up my feed. 
I don't know why. Because to me, this specific title, this specific um, series of games is the absolute worst major one-on-one -on -one fighting game series that has ever existed. And I bring this up with you because you actually used it as a defense for why the Genesis is so great. So I'm just going to flat out say that Mortal Kombat is absolute garbage. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat that. It's absolute garbage, and it's been garbage since the very <laughs> first game. And do you uh, <laughs> do you watch GameSack? Because one of the hosts at GameSack absolutely hates Mortal Kombat as well. Um, no, I've never even heard of it. Oh, GameSack's a great show. They uh, they just went from two hosts down to one. But what it is, these two guys are like they've been friends since like high school, and they do a show where they just review like retro games, and they just like like review it, like you know, huh. like and they're like, oh, you know, I used to play this or I never played this before. Like they do talk about like their history with it, but they like just go into like, is the game worth playing? They're not like really technical, like Digital Foundries, like my example for what's super duper technical they they break everything down tech wise but yeah no like um one of the guys on there hates absolutely hates mortal kombat i i enjoy mortal kombat 2 in the first one and then after that i don't care <laughs> here's the question though is why because it seems like the the one thing that people bring up is ooh, it's got blood and you can kill people and that seems to be it because and the problem with that is that it's like the, the fatalities. I remember when first Mortal Kombat was out, and I was, and even back then I was like, oh, wow, oh, my gosh, you can rip a dude's head off and his spine comes. But it's like eating a awesome egg salad sandwich. And you're like, dude, this is so good. I'm going to have it tomorrow. And then you eat it again, and it's not as good. And then you eat it again the next day, and you eat it again the next day. It's the same thing over and over. And that's where I think Mortal Kombat just – seems to base everything on is this shock value and this, oh my gosh, this is so awesome, blood and death. But the whole game itself, the, the adventure getting to that point is just bland, absolutely bland. And so that's like, the problem. What's your favorite fighting game? Of all time would yeah. be Street Fighter Alpha 3. Street Fighter Alpha 3? Okay, my favorite is... I, think about, I played a ton of them. I mean, I played the Street Fighters, I played Samurai Showdowns, Fatal Fury, mm -hmm. all the ones that most people played, plus things like you've probably even heard of, like Advanced Variable Geo, um, One Must Fall 2097, I've heard um, of that one. Fatal Challenge, Songo Fighter, Super Fighter, all these games that... Anything that was a, a, a one one fighter, I, was, I just wanted to try. Hmm. Yeah, because um, my favorite is uh, Street Fighter Two Championship Edition. Oh, okay. So it's like like Mortal like when I say like Mortal Kombat Two is my favorite like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So. Yeah. So we're we're kind of on the same vein with with, with that because they're both in the Street Fighter series. So like, but you like a traditional fighting game? Do you like where they have like this that super meter that builds up in the bottom? Do you like that? I that doesn't matter to me. What I think the problem is. That uh, the reason why I like Street Fighter so much and Mortal Kombat so little is if you take the first game, first Mortal Kombat game, mm -hmm. what's the difference between the fighters? 
all their high punch the same, low punch the same, uppercut same. Maybe there's, you know, the collision box are a little bit different. But then you go over all their moves are the same. Then you say, okay, what are their special moves? Each one has a, one projectile mm-hmm. and one dashing attack. Now, given there's two that have, no, three that have additional attacks. Um, Johnny Cage has the uh, punch to the groin. Sonya has the with a scissor kick and Raiden has the teleport. Um, but other than that, this is Scorpion. Also, have the thing where he jumps off the screen. That's his dashing attack. Oh, okay. If you think about it, so he's got a projectile. Where he throws a spear and his dashing attack, where he goes from one side of the screen to the other. His dashing attack. Wow, you yeah. you, you you're more knowledgeable than those than I am. Okay. Well, it's just. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Raiden has his electricity projectile, and where mm-hmm. he shoots across the screen as a dashing attack. Same thing. Yep, They're right. all the same. So you can just pick one fighter and use them, and it's the same as using any other. Whereas if you look at Street Fighter, Street Fighter, I mean, they they still have the same type of punches and kicks as far as one's going to be quicker and weaker and so forth. But they still difference in their speeds and strengths and how their attacks work, too. It adds a lot of um, the rock, scissors, paper mechanic like that Capcom used in Mega Man as well like I, I know when i go and i try to play through street fighter 2 which i think i've only beat it once mm-hmm. you gotta after a while i'm like okay i keep losing with the, using this guy let me try and move into somebody else because their attacks are different so i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about where and i can see where you're where you're coming from on that it's really mortal Kombat. Uh, you don't know wrestling, so I can't call it like the ecw of fighting games but it's it's the more hardcore of the fighting games and just like how I think Mortal Kombat 2 is the pinnacle of it. A lot of people who are a fan of the series, like a good percentage of them, they agree that Mortal Kombat 2 is the the pinnacle because there's only so much of that you can do. Yeah. And you know what? I'll say this. Where Street Fighter is more of like mainstream pure. This is like a a more pure fighting series. All right, go ahead. See, I'll, I'll agree with Mortal Kombat 2 was actually the best. Um, yeah. And and I mean I'm saying that and I'm, I'm talking about Mortal Kombat being crap. Mortal Kombat 2 was the best. Mm-hmm. It kind of veered off that whole projectile dashing. Everybody's the same. Um, and it had Baraka, which I love Baraka. Um, he had a great move where like he goes. Exactly. <laughs> it was a good move because it wasn't a dashing attack. It was more of an area attack. It was kind of like comparing it to Chun Li or E Honda's quick attacks. Yep. Um. But then Mortal Kombat 3 came out. Yeah, and it's like, all of a sudden we're seeing how many characters can we throw into a game with Trilogy that comes out after. Oh, and yeah, Trilogy. Old edition and... The other problem is Mortal Kombat 3 went into the combos. And mm. um, okay. I'm, not, I'm not like a big fan of like Tekken. Um, I, I, I like that system like Soul Blade or mm-hmm. Soul Calibur. But I'm not big on the, you know, to to do your axe kick, you have to press, you know, Punch, punch, kick, punch, kick, punch. You know, yeah. and that'll do that move. I'm more of of when it comes to combos. I like to in Street Fighter how you can you have moves that cancel and cancel into other moves. And it's more of like a tree of you can do this or go this way. Um, Mortal Kombat three went the way of Tekken on the on their combos, whereas like certain characters had you know it was high punch, low punch, high punch, low kick for somebody for a combo. And then yeah. something was different. 
Um, also, Mortal Kombat 3, it seems to be where they ramped up the difficulty um, tremendously. Because um, I, I remember playing that, and it's like the system learned how you fight. Um, because I, the first person would just be totally like two flawless victories. I could do it blindfolded. But then the next one would just destroy me because they know already what I do. Yeah. So, and Trilogy, I think, continued that too. But they just ignored the, the person that you could beat up really easy. They just destroyed you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of series will um, end up doing that. It's very, very seldom you find anything with longevity especially in that genre. That's why Street Fighter is like so amazing. I actually have right here the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection, which mm-hmm. has every Street Fighter arcade port of every Street Fighter game um, up until Third Strike, Street Fighter 3. I can't read it too well. My eyesight's starting to go. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know I mean, Street Fighter has kind of gotten to that situation where it's just the same thing over and over again. I think mm-hmm. with four and five, it's just, it's, it's nothing new, but I, I think with, when you went into, went from two to alpha, they did some really good changes and then alpha to three still made it, made some good changes that made it feel fresh. Mm-hmm. I never followed a past turbo. Oh, just, man, you're missing out. Alpha, you got to try Alpha 3 one time in your life, man. It has to do with, at that age, and also, like, your, with the arcade scene, how it was at the time. Uh-huh. That had a lot to do with it. There would be literally, like, a group of people, they're all gathered around the machine, and there's always that one kid, and I swear he showed up every freaking place you'd go. You think you know the one Street Fighter 2 machine that he's not going to show up at. Mm. Sure enough, he shows up, and he always beat everybody. Yeah, I knew everybody. That <laughs> yeah, he was my buddy in high school, and he. Oh, like, you knew him. <laughs> oh yeah. No, he would. He would. He'd be like, oh. he, he'd show me like fifty cents, and I'm like, what's that? He's like, this is my Street Fighter money after school from three o'clock to seven o'clock, because no one could beat him, but everyone would still try to go against him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they just run. Uh, it's like you know, in the the pool halls. You just run in the table. Exactly. Running the running the game, yeah, the board or whatever, whatever the machine, whatever you want to call it. Exactly. Yeah, it was uh, it was one of the things like the competition was very tight. Like um, I remember, I think I might have got like two victories in. Mm-hmm. But I love it. Like you sit there and you're watching it, and this kid he's doing really good, and he's beating person after person after person, and then that kid shows up. Yeah. It's like. We just all, and it'll be literally like a few of us would just look at him and then we just like walk away from the machine. <laughs> well, you, know. don't, here's what you, do. you don't walk away. What you do is you let him play, but back off and let him play against the computer until he runs out of money. Mm. And no, then that's what we did. On, you go back. That, no, no, that's what we did. We, we, we'd yeah. all go away and let him play until we ran out of money and then we come back and then start up again. Exactly. Yeah. So, but that's also the way you got to get better at it, just to play fighters like that, you know. But then, then you get like the home edition, and it came out like for what Super Nintendo first. And yeah. of course, I had I grew up with Sega Genesis, so like I couldn't play it till that version came out. And then in that version, all the voices were like super computerized. Mm-hmm. The version I got now, the 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 ROM I have, and I actually do have a copy of the cartridge, which would be here if the fact that, you know, I cleaned the whole room out, but, mm. um, so it's legal, but does they have a modified ROM that has, um, they fixed the color 
and they made the voices better. Mm. They're not 100%, but they're pretty darn close to 100%. They sound a lot better. And because it's Genesis, you get that crunchy sound, which is just so much better than that Super Nintendo crap. And (laughs) it's like, oh, we use samples. It's like, yeah, well, the chip in the Genesis is the same chip that was in Yamaha keyboards at the time. Mm. You can literally, if you wanted to, reproduce a Genesis soundtrack with a Yamaha keyboard. So then why was a Sega CD every time you turn on, like, like it sounded horrible. It sounded pretty bad. Well, I don't know if you'd want to recreate that though. Just because it could be recreated doesn't mean mean you'd want to. (laughs) (laughs) But if like you say, there's people who like, you can actually watch them play Streets of Rage's soundtrack live. Mm. And it's the original composer. Yeah. And he's there playing one of the Yamaha keyboards that has the 7612, 7612, 7612 chip in it. Mm-hmm. And it sounds, and of course, it sounds exactly the same because that's the same chip that's in a good Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. Good. Gotcha. <laughs> good being the term. And I got a whole video about that on my channel where I go and show you how to I find should probably it. watch your channel a little bit more. <laughs> Well, at least now we know this video will get like two views, you and me, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> My grandmother so, might watch it. So. But actually, <laughs> now let's, let's talk about something um, still on the Mortal Kombat um, subject. Okay. Have you ever seen the Mortal Kombat mythologies of Sub-Zero? Uh, I have a copy of it on something, and I've never played it. Okay. Oh, I have it on my uh, my PlayStation 1. Good. Play it. Because this, I mean, I'm surprised that... I hear it's this, bad. It's, 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 it's atrocious. It's absolutely atrocious. Here's the thing is that... So it's, so bad it's good? Is that what it is? No, it's not even that. Oh, okay. But it's, 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 it's something you have to experience. Because I'll put it this way. There, there's two versions. There's the PlayStation version, and there's the N64 version. Mm-hmm. The differences are, like, the N64 version, obviously the sound's not going to be as good. But the N64 version can't have the cinematics, so it's all just still shots with story. It, it in the PlayStation version, the cinematics were live action movies. It's really sad when I if I was to choose out of the two of them, I would get the N64 version, no hesitation, just because of the cinematics that are in the PlayStation version. They're that bad. They're that atrocious. Oh, you you I just can watched, actually see them on YouTube. Yeah. I just watched um, some... Uh, there was this one um, thing I was watching where it was... Uh, the, the Road Warriors, this team in, uh, in Russell, and they find this dummy. That was oh. supposed to be like this dummy they had when they were kids. Mm-hmm. And them talking about like, Oh, yeah, Rocco, I remember talking to him. It's like, oh my God, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Just, so just do me a favor and, and look it up afterwards on YouTube. Yeah, and, yeah, I can just watch it on YouTube. I don't want to play the game. Yeah, don't play the game. The game's the game. Actually, the game is probably even worse than the cinematics. Uh, so it, it's like it's, is it's it, like is it worse than a Jill sandwich? It, I love a Jill sandwich. I that you know that was a great line. The whole Resident Evil first Resident Evil was such a great game. Oh, I thought you were going to go a different stopped. direction with that, but okay. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't talking. No, I'm not. Oh, geez, man. No, 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 no. But 
But no, this is here, here's the thing about the gameplay of this game. I'd rather watch cinematics because it was done in the Mortal Kombat combat style where it feels like a one-one fighter, mm-hmm. but it's a side-scrolling game. So you you're you're walking and running and jumping. Mm-hmm. And then you fight somebody like you're playing a one-on-one fighter, but you don't get a like a bar for them, I don't think. And you have to have a turnaround button because people can come on the other side of you. Huh. It's it just doesn't make any sense. It's it's horrible. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. That's that's. There's some bad, really bad games. There is an episode of the Angry Video Game Nerd where he does review it. Uh huh. So if it made it to his show. It's got to be bad. It's I got to see that because I, you know, I only seen like his board game stuff. Oh, with oh, yeah, board games. Yeah. yeah. They're um, they did a crossover with board games and the Angry Nerd, right before he canceled or before board games ended. He ended mm-hmm. up giving board games an overarching, like an overarching stereo. Like, uh, God, I can't talk. Story arc, an overreaching story arc. He had a story arc to cover the entire mythology of this character. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's, uh, I, I don't know. Did you watch them all? I, yeah, I watched them all. I think it, it well, it got to the por- point where I think he killed off a whole bunch of like characters, the good mm-hmm. characters in it, and it was just him, and it just kind of went downhill at that point. Well, it ends up that like yeah, he he's a serial killer, and they're, they're like yeah. all the people he killed, like he's like m- pretending, like or he, like in his head he thinks they're still around, and mm. it's very weird, especially like how like you're tying that into like if you want to do a movie, then do a movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. If you want to do a movie, do a movie. Yeah, you wouldn't want to <laughs> see this movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which actually, speaking of, uh, I was watching uh, WatchMojo.com recently. Um, oh, it's an older video, but the, the top ten worst video game to movies. Um, and some shocked me on there. Um, I couldn't. I, they had Doom on the list, which I actually thought Doom was wasn't bad. The movie? Yeah, Doom the With movie. The Rock. Yeah. The one he publicly apologized for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you if you take that and compare that to all the other ones. The Doom isn't that bad. His other movies? No, not his other movies. Oh, <laughs> oh okay, the other video game movies. Yeah. I think, I think if you compare it to all the Rock to other movies. Oh, no, no, no. That's, <laughs> now, you're, now you're talking about something <laughs> So, no, but yeah, I'm surprised to see it on the list because I didn't think, compared to all the others, it was that bad. I mean, they had Wing Commander and Dead or Alive as honorable mentions. But they Wasn't still he in put... a movie where he was a tooth fairy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking about like what really was a really bad rock movie. <laughs> it was the one with him as a tooth fairy, right? But I think it was. Does he in a movie where he was in a movie where he's a tooth fairy, right? Were you wearing the tooth fairy? He was a tooth fairy. No, I don't remember that. Oh, am I just confusing it with Hogan because they're both like wrestlers? And I know Hogan did a bunch. No, he did one when we were the ballerina. Yeah. No. Uh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's all good. I just I was thinking of like, all right, yeah. Although they did have a good one on the good entry on there was yeah. Resident Evil Apocalypse and everything after. Yeah, the Resident Evil movies. <clears throat> 
I the first one I was good. First one yeah. was actually pretty good. Then everything after that was just how how much worse and pointless can you make it? Yeah, well, they're one of the, that's one of those series where like if I just stop watching them, there's a reason. And yeah. I stopped I stopped watching them like after the third one. I'm like I just can't. like I, I never gotten into Transformer movies, the live action ones, because I, I didn't like yeah. the first one. They're no, they're not that Transformer movies aren't that good either. Yeah. Like um, I have one Transformers movie and it's a 1986 animated movie yes. where my mother had to explain to me why Optimus Prime died. You got the touch. <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, that was that was a really good movie. I I have it. Um, actually, uh, all my stuff's away. I can't pull stuff out. Uh, I should have planned for that. That book we want to look at, that's also, like, away right now. It's all in the other room. I got them all in, like, plastic totes. But I don't know which one anything's in. It's It's in in one of four different boxes. (laughs) It's all good, man. So... But I bought the, I have the DVD of the was it the last release that they did. It has a reversible cover on it. One of them shows um, one of them shows it like Ultra Magnus holding the the uh, holding the Matrix, wow. and the other one is Rodimus Prime holding the Matrix. So it's like well, this movie in in case you don't want to spoil it for yourself, even though we're assuming you already saw the movie. Plus, if you open it up, it's a clear case, so you would have seen the alternate cover anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, who's gonna be buying it? The kids aren't gonna buy it. It's gonna be us. Like yeah, it's a people that grew up on that are gonna buy that. So and we then I have it, quote it. Yeah, and then I have it in HD. I have it on my uh, my Voodoo account. Good. Mm-hmm. And like, well, I just I bought it the the DVD. I just found it at Goodwill. It was like a dollar. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's worth it. That, I mean, yeah. my friend and I, we usually you know, every like five years or so, we'll fire that movie up. You know, and watch it because it's just it's it's part of our childhood, and it's still just there's so much memories with it. What did you think of the third season of that show? That's the season that followed after the movie. Ah, uh, third season. Yeah, uh, you know, I same as the second and first season. To be honest, I mean, I it, I, I probably watched it again maybe about four years ago or so. Um, with the ghost of Starscream. Yeah. I, kind of get reanimated so he tries like, all these schemes <laughs> well that, you know it was only a couple episodes but as a kid i remembered it being like a bunch of episodes where starscream was doing scheme after scheme to try to hook up um what's the name of that planet the one that ate up all, all the other planets cybertron no no the one that orson wells played oh unicron Unicron. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so he's trying to reconnect he's trying to uni- connect Unicron to um to the plant the Cybertron. Uh-huh. And he just keeps failing time after time. And it's like they could have did a whole show about that. Starscream was just he was such a great character that even though they killed him off in the movie, people wanted him back so bad that they made him they made him a ghost. I cannot stand I, I still to this day cannot stand Starscream at all. It was the same voice as Cobra Commander. I know. And That's why I don't think I really like Cobra Commander either. Like so. I, I only watched G.I. Joe a little bit when I was a kid. I didn't really wasn't a huge fan of it, but like watching some of the episodes now, it's like it's the same voices. They use the same yeah. sound cues. It's yeah. you know, if you closed your eyes, you'd think it was the same show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, G.I. Joe, I I think I was a big fan of G.I. Joe. 
the G.I. Joe team, maybe I should say, when it was Cobra Commander and when it was Destro. But mm. then when it became Serpentor, oh, <laughs> I was loving Cobra. The episode I really enjoyed, they had this one where they had the, they set up these cubes. Mm-hmm. Cobra was setting up all these cubes. And then when all the cubes were put like a pyramid, they would connect and block out the sun. Uh-huh. And it happened that right in the middle of this new pyramid that they just made, I guess it was like the G.I. Joe base. And G.I. Joe, because they're super green on their energy, everything runs off of solar. Mm-hmm. These guys are protecting the country. They can't do shit 12 hours of the day. <laughs> 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 so all of a sudden they're immobilized because Cobra just found a way to block the sun. Well, here's the thing. Now you did. That was that. like the, out of all the episodes, those were my favorite because I'm like, that's genius. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. If you say this now, GI Joe can only function half of the day because of sunlight. So who's the real loser, GI Joe or Cobra that can't figure out <laughs> that they can just they got half the day to destroy GI Joe? We should attack in the, We should attack them at midnight. Exactly. Midnight. No. I gotta go to bed around nine. <laughs> the, the problem with GI Joe is that I never understood Cobra because the Cobra would go into like a bank and try to rob it. GI Joe would be outside shooting at him. The only thing GI Joe could hit were the vehicles. They could never hit any of the people. It's so a cartoon, if, no, it's a and, cartoon. You can't kill people in a cartoon. I know, but still, it's oh, like not a it's like children's cartoon. <laughs> Well, the thing is, and then Cobra would surrender and all the, like, grunts would get kidnapped or or captured, I mean. I'm sorry, captured. If I was Cobra, I'd be like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to waltz into this other bank across the street over here. You guys aren't going to hit me anyway. I'm going to make a withdrawal and just walk home because I'm going to survive. Bank heist. (laughs) The main villain. This is an international terrorist organization, right? You got to start somewhere. They're doing bank heist. You know, you got, <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got to start small and big. I mean, how do you think they got their vehicles? They probably carjacked them. You know, the thing is, though, is you got the, you got the Decepticons. You got the, there's, this, there's alien robot army crashes on Earth. Earthlings have nothing compared to their technology. They're not doing bank heists, but they're stealing oil. Yeah. Which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Because it's to them, it's currency. So they're, <laughs> they're, just, they're filling energon cubes, which somehow, I don't know, their sound wave can will them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like. He does a Care Bear stare and they come out of his chest. It's like, know. I guess, I mean, sound wave must have been like a, a woman then because he gave birth to all these energon cubes. I'd be like, that one's not mine. Well, that was I don't want to get a guard for that to one. have him in this. Have Z, Z, he, she. The Z, I don't, <laughs> as part of their army. <laughs> well, you know what? He did have the kids. He had the tapes that came out. There you go. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. Transformers. Their, their slogan was robots in disguise. But mm-hmm. it really didn't matter if they were transformed because the other team already knew it was them. It'd be mm-hmm. like Skyscream would be flying or Starscream would be no, flying. they're wearing like, logos. Exactly. <laughs> Like when they find um what's there was one time there was like one that showed up and they didn't know what side he was gonna be on. And I'm like, dude, he's wearing an Autobot logo. Yeah. Well they had the ones I wonder what side he's gonna pick. 
And when they had the ones that were like the rub rub off the logo and, and find out what they are, uh, oh, yeah. like, which are like good for like one time. And then you're like, you look at, okay, that's an Autobot. That was they, they that was a way to see if you had a counterfeit or not. Ah, okay. Yeah, no, that was that, that that's one of the tricks that, and but it was really cool. They were one of the ways of fun. They found a cool way. Some oh. you know some companies uh they got boring ways of doing it. You know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it, um, <clears throat> those toys were expensive. I remember that. I knew they were. Um, I knew a guy who used to collect them. He kept them all brand new in the box back in the eighties. Uh-huh. Haven't talked to him since the 80s, but I'm curious if he still has them or how much did he get? Uh-huh. Wow. Brand, some brand new, you know. That's big money right there. And I knew he was a fan, too, because one year he dressed up as Soundwave for Soundwave again. It's <laughs> the character <laughs> of the day. So <laughs> he dressed up as Soundwave for Halloween. Uh-huh. Which, that, how, now, how good did it look? It did it all the cardboard boxes, if I remember correctly. I was like, I was like knee high to a grasshopper, you know. <laughs> but they was, it, it was, um, they were expensive. I had a few, and then my mom would buy me the GoBots. Oh no! They were insanely cheap. I want, they, you know, I want to see the GoBot show because I, I, you know, I saw Transformers recently. I know it's awful, and that's yeah. why I want to see it. And everything is a, an obvious ripoff. Oh yeah. Oh, I like, know. Even the name of their planet is like almost it's like one syllable off from being Cybertron. It's like yeah. like Gybertron or something. Yeah. <laughs> they changed the letter. It was it's pretty pretty bad. It's I watched one episode on YouTube like maybe last year. Uh-huh. I couldn't get past five minutes of it. It was just awful. They hired all the voice actors that you hear in commercials. Uh huh. That's what it sounded like. All these guys were like commercial voiceover guys from that period of time. <laughs> it's like you like just because Casey Kasem worked in Transformers doesn't mean that every guy who does commercials or works on the radio is a is a character as a character performer. You know. <laughs> that's that's great. We could uh we could we could reboot the GoBots and have. Leader one, um, the voice of Leader One, be the guy from Allstate. Leader one, Leader one, is that really his name? Yeah, that was the that was the uh, oh the jet, the, the jet guy. That's, yeah, yeah, he's the white the white jet, right? Yeah, and then there yep, was uh, yep. the red guy, Turbo. Turbo could be the uh, the Geico uh, gecko person. Didn't they have a teleporter? If I remember correctly, it was a teleporter that you had. There was a corresponding piece that you would teleport to. And then I, you could only be teleported for a certain amount of time, and then it would automatically zap you back. I have no idea. Was that GoBots? I don't even. That didn't even sound like anything. That's, that that sounds like a, a one of your dreams. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe it was. I mean, I'm thinking Stargate, which I never watched. <laughs> I only watched the movie, but there you go. <laughs> yeah. So. Now, what happened with GoBots is they ended up. The intellectual property got bought out uh-huh. by the owners of the Transformers property, uh-huh. and they've been retroactively included into the Transformers universe, but doing the uh, the uh, classic comic book different uh, dimensions mm-hmm. so that you can have different versions of the same character. The GoBots are the Transformers, but in this alternate dimension. 
are they like the sacrificial ones? Like, you know, I don't think we're going to get out of this alive. Leader one, your time to shine. (laughs) (laughs) Autobots, we need to call leader one. (laughs) Optimus Prime to leader one. Leader one here, Prime. Leader one. Sacrifice yourself. we We need to do Operation Totally Not a Death Trap. <laughs> you should go into the base, strap the explosives. Who's in charge of naming these people? <laughs> uh, see, you know, actually, what you and GoBots is me and He-Man. I cannot sit and watch He-Man at anymore. Period. I tried watching it maybe like four years ago or three years ago or something. Yeah. And. I just, I within two minutes, I was done because it, it's just, it's so bad. The last so bad couple, now. A couple of years ago, I watched the Christmas episode uh-huh. where He-Man and She-Ra get to see each other and they get to spend, they get to spend Christmas together as a family. Well, that's sweet. It was very sweet. It was, it was. And then some kid turned um, Skeletor into a loving, giving person for one day. Because it was a Christmas miracle. <laughs> and it snowed. It snowed. I'm being sarcastic with this, but this is really what happened in the story. <laughs> it snowed on Christmas. But uh-huh. they don't call it Christmas because they're not on Earth or whatever. They're, you got to make it universal. They always uh-huh. have to make it universal. So they're celebrating like it's like Life Day or some crap. I might be thinking of Star Trek or Star Wars. Star Wars, they did Life Day. Whatever it is. They got some version. It's Christmas Life Day. Like, happy Gobot it's, sacrifice himself so I can they, live they day. Use an evergreen tree. It's it's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so, yeah, he has the Christmas miracle where it snows, which is an overused trope on so many different shows. Uh-huh. Number one, if you're wishing it snowed, on Christmas, you obviously do not live in an area of the country where it snows. Because I love it when it's a beautiful sunny day on Christmas. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't need a white Christmas. I, you know, I, if it's a nice day and I can take the dog out and throw the ball for her and because it's cold, her bones don't like, it numbs her out a little so she can go a little longer. That's beautiful. Beautiful. So what you're telling me is you don't like to sho- shovel the snow on Christmas, then have the snowplow come. You could have left it. Right you, know, you could have stopped it. You don't like to shovel the snow. Okay. Well, you I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> not at any special time. I don't. It's not like not like New Year's Day. I'm totally into it. It's no, no. I don't. <laughs> hmm. Like, oh, it's New Year's. Where's my shovel? <laughs> yes. Way to start the new year. Work. Just what I want. <laughs> Work without pay. Yeah, two hours to dig my car out this last year. You know, Good. you guys in your cars on on in winter time, where you're sliding along the ice and hitting every single car on the way down. That scares me. I don't even know why you guys drive. It, well, we get a, uh, on the dashboard. We have one of those score things, and we get points every time we hit one of those cars. Gotcha. And then you and can then use you can the points that use the points at the end of the season, and you can you trade it in for a ticket. And how much is that ticket? <laughs> exactly. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. So. Yes, you collect points. They're on your license. There you go. 
<laughs> High score. Oh, <laughs> Ten yeah. hit combo. Yeah. What do I win? You get to take the bus for three months. <laughs> Hitting a run. Uh, no, it's every year the first snowfall. Everybody seems to instantly forget how to drive in the snow, even though we deal with this shit every single year. Mm-hmm. And I seem to remember how to drive in the snow. You just drive slower. Yes. Or not at all. Oh, yeah. If you could avoid it, you don't go anywhere. You know, if you have to go out, you go very slow. You want a car with front-wheel drive or something with four-wheel drive, preferably. That seems like a good time to take public transit and let them screw it up. Well, here's the thing. Public transit. What public transit? Not where I live. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I can get an Uber, but then I'm just might as well just drive. They're gonna be coming with the same vehicle I got. <laughs> so, well, but if they screw up, that's not your problem. Except for you won't be able to get to your location. Yeah, I got so. AAA, and I, you know, I, my car is not super duper expensive, you know, and I got enough money put aside where if if it's over a certain amount, I'll just get another car. Hmm. You're getting ready for that ultra big high score. Ultra big, the, yeah, uh, the ultra big high score. score. Yeah, if you get enough points, you... Uh, oh, no, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get to meet somebody. There's a whole there's a whole testament written about them. You get to meet them. <laughs> you got to get that real high score. <laughs> hey, I'm counting yeah. on you. Next year, surprise me. You want me to get the super-duper high score? Go for it. You want me to kill myself on the road? Wait, hold on. Jesus, that, that, there's a whole New Testament written about the guy. <laughs> if you get a high enough score, did you get my meaning here? <laughs> well, I mean, I know you're going to be in a better place. I, I'm just, I'm thinking of you. <laughs> a better place. Bristol Hospital. <laughs> oh, I'm oh. sorry. Got to use proper vernacular. A local medical facility. <laughs> Well, not if you get a high enough score, and then you're not coming back. And so, yeah, yeah, we go into the local cemetery facility. There you go. Local cremation facility. And then, hey, then you don't have to worry about working at all. Yeah. Uh, so I was working with you. I was working. I'm hanging in there. I'm doing good. How long you been there? Man, a long time. Um. I've had a little bit of interesting situations. I've uh, I started in 2003, laid off in 2009, came back in 2010, almost laid off in 2016, changed to what the a different position, and I'm still here. Hmm. Yeah. So on and off for over a decade. Oh yeah, definitely over a decade. Getting close yeah. to two. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's good. I think the longest I've held on to a job was probably two years, maybe two and a half years. It just eventually everything just kind of grows on me, and I'm like, okay, I gotta gotta move on. Yeah. <laughs> you get to that wall where you hit the wall and you have to decide: Am I going to just turn back and go away, or am I just going to get over the wall and, and kind of accept it? And well, it, it usually happens when there's a promotion that happens, and I know I'm qualified. Uh-huh. And then I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And then usually, like, that kind of just, I don't know, like, it sets off a clock where that's like, okay, this is it. Uh, you know, I'm out. How much time is on a clock? Well, 
six months. I don't know. <laughs> Gotta find something else or actually, yeah, that's the usually the goal is trying to find something else. Just jump to that's why like I jumped from company to company doing the same thing. Yeah. And never moved up to management. Well, is that I mean, is it something I got better pay for doing the same job? But yeah, but is it something that you enjoy and you can you can yeah see that's that's another thing that's that's anything that happens is going to be bad is now going to be a deterrent when it's something that you don't really enjoy doing. Yeah, but nobody enjoys doing it. Okay. I used to talk to my manager all the time. He hated the job too. It's just like it's just it's compared to other jobs. It's like you know, hey, it's better than digging ditches. You know. <laughs> that's that's not right because um the company i was with before this one i'm i'm with currently um they had you know they, we it was it was customer service as well um yeah. it was an internet company they had you know their saves captain you know let's let's not get people canceling let's keep them with this account or they're keeping with their account because we have such a great product then I went out to like lunch with him and a manager, another one of the reps, and I will not believe it. He's like, this company sucks. And I'm like, but you're like the saves captain. You're the one that's telling us it's like super great and and we need to stop people from canceling. And it's, just, it's so interesting to see how much of like a 180 it was and how much he did like his job. Whereas when you see him, it's like, oh, my gosh, this guy like loves this company. Well, yeah, you could probably just putting out a front because he's he's oh. leading you guys. It's all exactly. for your it's for your benefit, you know. It's, exactly. And that's what you got to do is when when you have a team underneath you, you have to always put on the positive front, even if you, I mean, if it's a sinking ship, make your make your plans to get off the ship. But yeah. you know, you you shouldn't bury the place on your way out. Of course, some people do. <laughs> Let everyone know it's not sinking, so that they go down sinking, and you've got your backup plan to hop off. Yep. <laughs> don't be uh, don't be a lobster. You know a the lobster? bucket of lobsters. Are you talking about like in the 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 cage the, the cage the the fish the water what the what are those called? No, not an aquarium. I'm talking about like if you get a bucket and you fill the bucket full of lobsters. Uh huh. It can't be like it, they can't be too high full of lobsters. Obviously, it's got like they put like four in there or something. They'll never get out because they're constantly once once gets up high enough, another one's going to pull onto him and pull himself out. Oh. They're constantly pulling on each other, then they never get out. See, I was thinking of the whole red lobster thing where you walk in and then you're like, the lobster, <laughs> they just like <laughs> you gave pick up your buddy for the night. I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> exactly. And they're just like saying like, whatever, dude, just eat me. I'm fine with that. I got nothing else to do. Yeah. So we've been going for 47 minutes. Wow, that's probably a good sign because I've got some uh some. See, now I gotta go back I have to do lobster I'm wondering if I was completely off on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was lobsters. So <laughs> let's let's recap the important things. Mortal Kombat sucks. Except for two. Except for two. Okay, two is okay. <laughs> Find a job you enjoy, oh, and yeah. don't be a go-bot. Don't be, don't be leader one. Don't be leader one. <laughs> what, what do we name him? Uh, Rito one. What do we name him? 
it sounds that's like it. You got, that's it. <laughs> you got like a somebody sounded like you sound like you're doing Mexican and then <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> Good. <laughs> wow. So there you go. There's the morals of our, our discussion. Tonight. It's almost like they, they they just took a dictionary and they just dropped it on the floor and then they just picked like randomly from that page it opened. Uh, leader. Yeah. Leader. <laughs> Leader, uh, leader A? No, no, that doesn't work. Leader Alpha? No, Alpha Leader. No, that's too good. We can't use that. How about Miller Leader? <laughs> See, they could have used Miller Leader. That's just great. Here, I thought Alpha Leader was good. Uh, <laughs> Alpha leader is good. That's almost too good. Let's <laughs> see the leader one. Oh, <laughs> was there a leader two? I don't remember. No, I, I no, I don't think so. I just I want to A. This yeah. way, neither one of them has a complex. <laughs> I, I don't, maybe, maybe leader two was in leader one's head, <laughs> and, and he came out at night when the when 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 uh, GI Joe could not stop him. They defended the planet at night. That's what they There you did. go. That's, that's that's why Cobra could never never win. They, no, here's what they here's what the, the theory is, and actually this might even be canon. I don't think it is though. Um the Transformers and G.I. Joe is in the same universe. Yeah. Comic wise. That is, yeah. they, they, that, they that do, is canon. They do over comic wise. Okay. Now I don't know how, how much it crossover because I haven't really got into the G.I. Joe comics. I read some of the Transformers, and it's just Transformers is vicious. They're like all right, we're going to put this transformer in and kill him off. And who's next? Yep. Did he sell any toys? Nope. Okay, <laughs> go on. Go on. So many companies are like that, though. It's like yeah. when they're dispensable, you just, pff, next. <laughs> it's like yeah, the, nobody's, uh, no, nobody's going to want a, an 18-wheeler. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's what I always wanted. I always wanted the uh, Optimus Prime because the way, like, I, had, I knew somebody who had it. So I, I got to play too. with it. You had, you had it? Oh, dude. I got, for Christmas, I got Optimus Prime, Megatron, and Shockwave. Oh, see, I've only had Shockwave and I had um, Ultra Magnus. Uh -huh. But what was cool about Ultra Magnus is the truck part for Ultra Magnus mm -hmm. is just a white Optimus Prime. Oh, okay. So I technically did have Optimus Prime, but it was like his ghost or something. Optimus. It's like it's like, like it's, Ultra Magnus was huge. So you would take the Optimus Prime and then build Ultra Magnus around the Optimus Prime figure. Do you know um what Ultra Magnus's original name was gonna be? Regular Magnus? No. Oh. Leader two. <laughs> And with that, I think we should call this. <laughs> All right, Mike. So um, what do you want me to, like, send you a link to this and check it yeah, out? Yeah, send me a link. Let's, let's see what happens with it. I mean. Okay. Now I get to find out where uh, Windows is going to put 